Welcome to this month's News from the Parks episode of the America's National Parks podcast. The America's National Parks podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean believes the more time you spend outside together, the better. That's why they've partnered with the National Park Foundation to help you find your park and get there with family and friends. With more than 400 national park sites in the U.S., there are beautiful surprises to be found in every corner of the country. There's probably one closer than you think. Be an outsider with L.L. Bean. Coming to you from the Utah side of the almost criminally underrated Dinosaur National Monument, I'm Jason Epperson. Well, the Great American Outdoors Act has passed both the House and the Senate and has now been signed by President Trump. The bill is an attempt to address the $12 billion-plus maintenance backlog in the national park system, as well as other public land projects. For each year through 2025, half of the money raised from oil and gas leases on federal lands will go into the national park system and other public land projects, up to $1.9 billion a year for a possible total of $9.5 billion over the five-year span. The bill also fully funds the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which is a decades-old program that provides grants to state, federal, and local parks, as well as other public land projects, up to $900 million per year. And it's expected to generate up to 100,000 national park-related jobs. Over the next 90 days, the National Park Service is expected to put together a maintenance project list to be considered for funding from this bill over the course of 2021. Half of that $12 billion-plus backlog is roads and bridges. It's the biggest investment in the national parks in 65 years, but it won't provide an increase in annual funding, so that maintenance backlog will still grow even though it is being reduced now in one big chunk. Almost simultaneously with the signing of the bill, the acting director of the National Park Service has retired. David Vela will be replaced by the principal director of the Fish and Wildlife Service, Margaret Everson. The National Park Service has had three acting directors under this administration, none of them permanent or Senate confirmed. Big Bend National Park opened Friday after closing for a month due to two confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the park's residential community. The patients have since recovered and a large portion of the park's staff who were sequestered will now be able to operate as normal. The park will be day use for the time being, several areas are still closed, and group sizes will be limited to either five people or a single household. Also on Friday, rangers at Oregon's Crater Lake National Park received a report of multiple visitors illegally entering the caldera. Park staff repelled over the edge to locate them and provide rescue assistance if needed. Eventually, a total of seven visitors were caught climbing out of the caldera on their own. They were cited for illegal entry and creating a hazardous condition. There's only one trail that is the safe and legal way to enter the caldera. Climbing it at any other location is strictly prohibited and dangerous. The slopes are very unstable, and through the years, visitors have been severely injured or even killed by illegally entering the caldera, triggering major rescue efforts that put park staff at risk. Park rangers at Zion National Park are trying to find information about somebody who painted large blue rectangles in the Kolob Canyons area of the park. A day or two before July 8th, vandals painted the large blue squares and tried to remove them a few days later. Park officials think it was an attempt to make casts of the stone for residential masonry projects. Grand Teton Rangers are looking for information on vandals who damaged a significant portion of the hayfields along Mormon Row in the park. 
The historic hayfields are a part of a 10-year project started in 2014 to remove non-native grasses and replant the area with 37 species of native plants. The investment in the habitat represents years of work, and it's an important area for elk, bison, and other wildlife. The area was damaged by dirt bikes and had only been reseeded in 2019. Operating a vehicle off roadways in the park is illegal and is subject to a fine of up to $5,000. The search for 68-year-old Barry Tregan continues in Glacier National Park. On August 4th, a pair of sunglasses were found on a trailhead that may have belonged to him, and canine units were brought in to search. No signs have yet been found. A remote-operated vehicle is being used to search the lake bottom, and no other clues have been found at this point. Tregan's vehicle was found near the trailhead, and he never returned to it. Finally, two dams have been removed on the Cuyahoga River in Cuyahoga Valley National Park. The Brecksville Diversion Dam and the historic Pinery Feeder Dam have been removed, and the Cuyahoga River is now free-flowing in the area for the first time in 190 years. The river had been closed to recreation above the dams during removal, and now it is open again for visitation. Paddlers can now travel through Cuyahoga Valley National Park and on into Cleveland, Ohio. The next step is to install a pump where the Pinery Feeder Dam provided water to the Ohio and Erie Canal. The canal section is considered a National Historic Landmark and will remain dry until the pump is installed in 2021. Cuyahoga Valley National Park is a perfect example of one of our National Park Service sites that was designated not because a place was beautiful, but to restore it. And this is just one more step on that journey. If you want to find more info about Cuyahoga Valley National Park, check out our episode of the podcast called River on Fire about the horrible pollution on the river and how it has been cleaned up since the National Park Service has taken over. This episode of America's National Parks was hosted by me, Jason Epperson. If you like the show, we'd love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in more American destinations, check out the Sea America podcast. Or if you want to follow Abigail and I as we travel the country, check out the RV Miles podcast wherever you listen to this one. You can also follow Abigail, me, and our three boys as we travel the country on our personal travel journal all over social media as Our Wandering Family. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. This episode of America's National Parks was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Use the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks. <laughs>